Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A-S-A-P. This is another Sean Allen podcast. Apple listeners, please hit that subscribe button. Write a review with the five-star rating ASAP. And if you're listening on Spotify, please follow. Today, my special guest is my good friend, business mogul, real estate mogul, real estate giant, (laughs) visual artist, Yo-Yo Launder. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Sean. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. How are you doing today, Yo-Yo? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Getting a chance to catch up with my friend, Sean. You <laughs> haven't talked to you in a while since the whole pandemic. Yeah, it's really, really kind of, as I was telling you earlier, it, 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 was, it was depressing. It was, you know, it, I tried to mm-hmm. be positive and still try to do shit, but I kind of lost myself with the pandemic. Production was suspended and yes. shit. I was out of work for, what, three, four months. No type of benefits. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Um, I'm back. I'm, you know, everything's kind of back to normal now. I see you yeah. doing your thing still. You never stop. Did you? My biggest issue with the pandemic was I lost my creativity. I didn't want to be creative at all. How did that work for you? Did that help you? Did you? Were you motivated? Were you not motivated? Yeah. You, yeah, I was definitely motivated. I was. And you remember um, on Saved by the Bell when Zach would like snap his fingers and the world would stop? Yeah, I remember that. I always wanted that to happen to me in life. I just, I used to think, man, if I could just get the world to stop, I could catch up on what I need to catch up on. And I felt like I had that, finally got that moment. Because I was going in. I had so many shows. I did a show in LA, in Sweden. I did a show with Christie's in New York. And I got so many opportunities, you know, and I'm, I'm just, my, I had a show that aired yesterday on Revolt TV. We're going to dive into that. Anatomy of Black Art. Yeah, Anatomy of Black Art. And uh, I've, been, I've just been going. But one thing that I've uh, learned during this whole pandemic was that that I go too hard and then I burn out. So what I've been doing now is just like every day I'm just chipping away at it. Just one, one or two things. You know how they say, just make your bed up in the morning and you'll feel like you've accomplished something. So for me, I just need to do one thing, you know. Just chip out, chip away at it a little bit every day. Not spend my whole day on something or stressing about it, but just do a little bit every day. Like today, I have this whole grand idea. I'm going to read these contracts. I'm going to do this. Nah, that's not happening. 
I'm chilling. I'm gonna watch YouTube. I'm gonna eat some pizza. I don't know, but I don't feel like you it. eat pizza. And so sometimes I feel like, yeah, I like pizza, gluten free pizza. <laughs> I knew it had to be. It had to be something. You know I love gluten free food. <laughs> I don't do gluten. <laughs> so. Yeah, so, I, yeah, I mean, you know, just listening to yourself because, you know, as artists, we're a vessel. Right. So we have to make sure that that vessel is, is good before it can touch anything, you know, because that's very important. And if you're not feeling good or, you know, you feel like your energy is off, you, I cannot touch anything because I'm going to mess it up. And I know that. So. so these pieces that were featured on the Revolt special, Anatomy of Black Art. Mm-hmm. Were they anything that was completed during the pandemic? Yeah, a lot of that stuff was completed during the pandemic. Um, the pieces, yeah, most of that stuff was completed during the pandemic, with the exception of the one that was about my art, my father, the three men that were kind of doing the cartwheels. Right. Those were done like in February, like right before the pandemic. I was just so unmotivated and. I, I can't even put it into words. No, I think I think what you're saying is how were you able to complete something during the time where most people are going through it or depressed or you see what I'm saying? Like unmotivated because I was just in a slump. So what was inspiring to you to I mean, what was in, so I always say if I think ahead, I'll be inspired. And I always tell people that like think ahead. There's, there's, that's like in a song too like a lyric up to a song but if you think ahead of what you want then that's how i get inspiration to like keep going so it's like knowing where you want to finish and then work from there because it's never where you start is where you finish right and i just i just you just got to keep going you know give yourself your breaks and stuff but you just have to you know you have to stay consistent um you know, we're not gonna get these days back, Sean. We're not. We're not. We're not. So we have to try to make. Yeah, we got to try to make the best of it. And for me, I was. I've been preparing for this pandemic since I was born. I'm a, the type of person that finds like freedom in solitude. And give me a day of solitude on my worst day. I just am a type. The type of person that likes that enjoys being alone. Right. You know, and I find a lot of. I'm a mystic kind of creature i guess like i get a lot of energy from just creating and listening and learning and listening to audiobooks like i don't need all the company i need it sometimes but just as a little fuel not all the time right so that's how i felt but for you i feel like you know you have to ask yourself the question like well was i eat was i depressed or was i just maybe a little antsy because I was unsure of what was going to happen. Okay. I'll, I'll take the latter. I was, and today still too, that is a big issue that I have. We don't know what's going on and when it's going to be over. And I think that's more so my issue with the whole pandemic COVID thing versus the actual sickness. You know what I mean? And, but this was affecting yeah. my work and how I eat too, you know, Things slowed down. They suspended production. We just started working probably like last month, the end of last month. So it was, it, it definitely was a lot. I do remember too, you had a gallery 
uh, planned for March that you had to postpone? Postpone, yeah. But you know what? I was cool with that because, you know, it is what it is. Like, you can't get your hopes too high up about anything. You just got to do what you got to do and keep going. You know, the good thing is that the sun rises every single day. And that's the hope that we can always hold on to, you know, like, well, maybe not today, but, or how about today? You know, and if things happen, you can't help it. Like they would get postponed, but tomorrow's a new day and you just got to realize like, it's like a restart button, you know? So you just got to keep going. And I'm happy you're back at work. Uh, Maybe that time was teaching you that you enjoy being at work and that maybe you shouldn't take that for granted if you've ever felt like you've taken it for granted. There's lots of meanings that, you know, could have come from that, I guess. Definitely. And Um, I am exploring, trying to figure it out. Like, what what was my takeaway from this whole experience mm-hmm. we you know that we collectively all went through what did i get out of it what did i take what's my takeaway what's the lesson i'm trying to figure that out now so, um maybe the lesson was you know everybody you know what's crazy like everybody on social media and just everywhere they're like entrepreneur you need to be an entrepreneur i'm a business owner i'm a business owner but it's like that's not for everybody it's definitely not <laughs> if everybody wants to be a business owner then we who will be the customers right I mean, of course, we would have people, every, people need everything, but sometimes things like this show you, well, maybe I'm better working for, with a company, you know, or with a team. Or doing both. You know, maybe doing, doing Or doing both. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, or you never know. That's why you have to take time by yourself to listen to that and to explore that. So what I learned, though, is like, I don't know. Literally, when I got the the day I got the I got the email on on a Wednesday that we'll be back at work on Monday, I literally started recording again and I started you know taking pictures and uh, recording shit. You know what I mean? Um, doing some B rolls and stuff like that. I had three four months to do this and I didn't do any of it. As soon as I got the green light to go back into product, we were going back into production. It motivated me. And I'm trying to figure that part out. Like, why, why didn't I take advantage of, you know, my resources that I have and that I created for myself during the pandemic? But you know what? This is not a therapy Ooh. session for me. <laughs> we're going to have to talk offline no, about I that. I mean, hey, you know, we're friends, so we can talk all day about whatever. That, but. That's the thing, too, because it's like I'm forgetting that we are on a podcast recording. I'm like, oh, shit, this is. My my friend in real life, so she knows she know my business. So I can't be. I gotta I gotta make sure I keep a professional ship. But what I didn't know about you and what captured me on the anatomy of black art was the story of your father. I didn't know that about your dad. Yeah. But what I did love about it, my takeaway from that was like you turned something that was supposed to be so dark and tragic, and turned it into you know this empire of amazing timeless black art could you tell us more about that yeah so um those of you who want to watch it it's on revolt um i think they're just going to be playing it i i think i've seen it come up three or four times since yesterday so and i'm sure it'll be on the internet soon but basically my father was in a really really bad car accident when i was seven and uh he 
was wheelchair chair bound from that and he also lost his memory which was the worst part and i used to be really you know i, I just didn't understand why that happened to him because he was a strong man you know very smart could fix anything great job um great father all these wonderful things very charismatic lots of friends yeah superhero and then all of a sudden he's not anymore or at least it doesn't look like he is um always still kept the same sense of humor you know just my dad you see him he's always smiling no matter what he is always smiling he is the happiest person ever uh but being a seven-year-old kid i didn't understand that and so i would be like embarrassed when we would be pushing his wheelchair like through the mall or you know going to church and trying to push this big man up a ramp or you know just he couldn't move me in my college dorm and you know, he he came to my graduation from Howard, but you know, there's always these stipulations because there's you can't you know it's just a lot. Right. So um, I used to be kind of angry sometimes, or maybe maybe anger anger isn't the word. Maybe it was just like I had a lack of understanding. And then one day it just hit me like you know your dad, you don't have two dads because I used to say I have two dads: the guy before and the guy after. And you know, I would often miss my dad before his accident. I would miss who that man was. And that's probably what made me sad the most. It's like, I'll never get a chance to like interact with that person again because I literally have a completely new father or so it seems. Right. And so one day I just realized like, yo, my dad actually is the same person. He just changed forms. And so I began thinking about just about how it's not about how you start, it's how you finish in every situation. And how you have to always take, like, yeah, cry, have your, do what you gotta do. But with that energy, like we, you have to do something positive with it. So I had these three pieces, they're, um, they're called bruised bananas are sweeter. And it's just like about just taking stuff that, those spots that don't look as good and they actually are make make the whatever you're doing make it better. They kind of like that, I guess. If that's a, if that makes any sense, but um, yeah, they're called blue bruise bananas are sweeter, and it's just kind of about people who've been seemingly disregarded in society, and the nakedness of the of the figures represents my dad being stripped of everything: his job, his car, his ability to walk, his ability to think on his own read write you know have memories and and then the playfulness of the cartwheels represents his spirit because he's still that he still has the same spirit he's just in a different form wow and even today i'm like damn that shit was that's kind of mind-blowing but my dad is literally if if you if i were to show you videos of him how he was and then videos of him how he, he how he is today or if you were to meet him you'd be like yeah these are two different people but they're not because you could still feel the same energy he still has that same spirit very very playful you know just he's still strong still right when i was a little kid i wrote a i wrote a book called um raising daddy and it was like a this illustration in this poem that I it's just like I think it was like 20 some pages it was like a children's book and it was about like how I felt having to raise my dad 
you know what I mean? Like having to teach him how to read, help him walk, teach him how to do things that he was supposed to teach me how to do. And so that's kind of where it started because, you know, as a younger artist, I was, it was difficult for me to articulate my work. Right. That was very hard for me. And then I got this mentor who's also in the anatomy of black art. He's, you know, the first one, you know, he's, he's amazing. His name is knowledge Bennett. He's an abstract artist. I saw him. His piece was actually, fe- his, one of his pieces was actually featured on. Black. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Well, he's not, he's, he's amazing. But he's everywhere his though. <laughs> out of, yeah. He's, he's that man. Oh my gosh. I, everything I know about art, I learned from him. He literally took me under his wing and was like, I'm going to show you how to do this. And I just listened. You know, I never had the spirit of I beg to get differ, you know, like, well, actually, I know I sat and listened to him and just took notes. And then he helped me figure out and he never told me what to do. He just planted seeds in my mind and in my heart about think about it. Maybe you should think about it this way. And I like him because he is able to look not only beyond, but from above. Right. So he sees the bigger picture. And I guess when you take that mentality, things just become a lot easier when you think about what does this entire overall picture look like for me? And so even with you, Sean, when you're trying to figure out why was I so unmotivated, like, maybe think from above and whatever that means for you past present stuff like think from above and, and above and then also remember that it's also okay not to be okay what we spoke about earlier i'm learning that and i've been dealing with that within myself and then i'm speaking to you and uh-huh. you kind of are articulating my thoughts very thoughts i'm yeah. i have in regards to that so yeah, this is very therapeutic for me, listening and speaking to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So hopefully our listeners could take something away from this. It's okay not being okay. Like, I have to really, really yeah. sit with that. Yeah. Especially during this time, because we are literally living in history. You know, people are going to be writing. There's going to be books written about this time. 2020. <laughs> and, yeah, and everybody's always like, good vibes only, good vibes. Yeah, what? Well, just because just like there's light and darkness there's bad vibes but you can be the light right you know what i mean and you can and you can people can grab onto that and sometimes you can be the dark and then you can be inspired by the light so we're all it's all interchangeable we're all we're all we all need each other and so if you're feeling down and stuff just remember like there's you you know you're not going to be in something for a long time because we see every morning that it never stays dark for too long and it never stays light for too long. It's an equal balance of both. The sun, we know one thing, is going to rise tomorrow. That's going to happen. So you're going to come out of whatever you're in, you're going to come out of it. Sometimes you need to sit with it. You know, they always say that the revolution is going to be televised. It's not. You know why it's not going to be televised? Because it starts from within. So whatever that looks like for you, then you need to sit with that. And maybe you need to sit with that. And maybe that's what this time was for you, that you needed to sit with you. I got to figure out what the lesson was behind all this. And that's, 
you, you kind of bringing it, you're bringing it home and you're making it easier. And you kind of gave me the green light to be okay with, you know, not being okay. It was just a dark time. Yeah. But on top of that too, all the, the shit we got to deal with being a black man or being a black woman, just stepping outside. You know what I mean? That's a lot to deal with too, you know? And it's been the most this year with everything that's going on. Yes, you know what I mean? So it's pretty, pretty cool and refreshing to see you, you know, on the anatomy of black art being recognized. And then your art too. I never really noticed this before watching the, the special, but it's very timeless and it's very, it, it captures mm. everything, captures every era. You know what I mean? It captures, you know, before our time, it captures the future, it captures now. It's not, mm. it's not really time pieces. Am I saying that right in, no. in the art world? Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, that's, 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 it's no right or wrong, but I, I feel you. You're saying that it's timeless. Um, it's like timeless classic. Yeah, thank you. I, that's a huge compliment. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What, is that conscious or is that just your style? Mm. I mean, I think that's just who I am. I've Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I'm, you know me, I'm really plain. I just wear jeans and... I don't do too much, you know. I just kind of keep it classic myself. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So maybe that's just a part of who I am. And also, like, there's nothing really new under the sun. Like, we, we're pretty... Human beings are, you know, we just kind of eat, you know, clothing and shelter and conversation. That's really it. I guess that's really who we are at the very core of who we are. We're just human beings in this body having it, a bunch of, we're experiencing our thoughts, 
you know, we are all resting. We all, we all look within, we all think we all, you know, kind of on that Sunday mantra where it's like, you know, I'm, I'm taking my time off. I'm thinking everybody does that. So maybe that's why it's classic and timeless because it's something that we all do and we are, are going to always do. And not to take away from the other artists that was featured on the revolt show, but I noticed too, that you, I've, I've been, I've been known this, but seeing it next to other artists, you don't do the whole, you know, Nipsey, Tupac, Kobe, you don't do that whole, you know, genre of art. Is there a reason why you stay away from that and don't choose to do that? Could you explain that to us? Um, yeah. So that art is needed. You know, it's here. It's, it's fine. But that's just not my story. Celebrity culture. That's not my story. Right. And it can be. And, it, and it's just not done with the celebrity aspect of it. You know, sometimes it's done in a way where, you know, the story is important or, you know, that person's um, like the Mamba mentality, you know, so it just depends on how you do it. But I like to deal with people or I like to, to paint people, create images of people that I know or people who I feel a connection with. Um, so like some people that I use to, to sit and pose for me, I've never met them before. Some people I have met before. Some people, you know, they end up missing sleeping late and they're not able to make it to the shoot. And that's fine, too, because, you know, this is we're just I'm just on a beautiful ride. I'm here. Right. And so I don't you know, you can't really get stressed out about stuff like things are going to happen, how they're going to happen. And so being able to understand how to roll with the punches and not get too upset and just thinking of thinking, think always thinking of like when you are presented with a little adversity instead of being upset about it, but just thinking like, well, maybe this is God's opportunity to show me something. I heard my uncle say that one day and it always stayed with me. We were, we were somewhere and something didn't work out. And he was like, you know what? Maybe this is God's opportunity. And I just, him just saying that like changed my whole life and my perspective about like bad news about, when things don't work out the way I want them to work out, I always hold on to that because you can always get something. And then my mentor, he always says this, he's always like, get what you came for. And if we show up <laughs> every day, you always get what you came for, right. or at least what you're supposed to get. Right, 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 right. You know? You got a lot of wisdom packed in there. You- oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, you know, you... We tried to do this podcasting, what, two, three years ago? Here we are today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you, and I saw that in you when I approached you about that two, three years ago. It was over two years ago. You very, very smart, very bright, a lot of wisdom, you know, spiritual, great personality, and just extremely talented. Oh. You know what I mean? Being a black woman in L.A. with art, do you feel that you get your just due in this community? And I'm going to say this because I do see that a lot of people with the Nipsey's and the Kobe's and the people who do that whole genre of art, I think we see too much of that kind of. I'm, it's needed, like you said, but then here you are mm-hmm. with artwork that actually has a story that's timeless, that resonates with not just black people, with everyone. Do you, you know, do you feel that you're, the type of art you do 
plays a part in how you are received next to the people who do the pop art. You understand what I'm saying? Well, yeah, I, I know exactly what you're saying. Well, I think that the black experience is not monolithic. Right. So if we have struggle on one end and joy on the other end, what about the stuff in between? I'm just trying to find my, my lane in the in-between. We see a lot of, of black art that's revered, that struggle art. And then we see, now we're seeing more of like, oh, black boy joy, that's beautiful. All of that is great. But what I'm saying is like, how come, it, how come we can't tell the stories in between? It's almost like we're not allowed to tell these stories in between. But then I'm like, I don't need permission to tell my story. So sometimes a lot of artists can get caught up with, oh, that's the artwork that's selling. But you don't know that. Just because somebody is on a TV show doesn't mean they're selling anything right. or they're making all this money. So that's why I don't even, when people ask me, well, how is it being a black artist? That's none of my concern. I'm telling my story. I'm doing what I got to do. But what I feel in my heart that I'm supposed to do, I'm doing it in the in the correct way, meaning I'm archiving the stuff correctly. Um, you know, I'm researching my materials, making sure it's going to last over a hundred years, all this other good stuff. I'm framing it correctly. I'm doing what I got to do. Okay. And the world, the rest of the world can meet me where I'm at. And that's always going to happen when you're doing what you got to do. But that, there, that work is fine. That work is great. We need that work, but we also need work from people like you. This is art too. We need, we need all of it. In 100 years, there's going to be an art historian that's going to stumble upon all the art that was created during this time. And they're going to, what are they going to say about Black art? Are they going to just only pick the struggle stuff? You know, that's not all we do is struggle because if that's all we did, we wouldn't be here. There's got to always be light somewhere. Otherwise, you give up. So, so, what are they going to say? And I just want people to come across my start, my art and be like, here's another narrative that we should consider. Here's another narrative that we haven't seen a lot of this. And then the person behind me is going to say, well, what about my narrative? And then the person behind them is going to say, well, what about my narrative? And then this is going to be this huge collection of so many stories, so much experience. It's just like, Black people are who we already know we are. Dynamic. Right. Not just one way, one way, one way. We are, we are all of the colors of the, 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 we're black. Black is all the colors. Every color is in the color black. Right. Every single color that has ever been created is inside of the color black. So it's a spectrum of experiences that we have. And what I'm saying is we, we, we should focus on all of them. We should present all of them. And you're doing a good job at it too. I'm just doing my part and I'm just being very loud about and, it. <laughs> no, but my takeaway from what you're saying, you know, you're not concerned with everybody else and what they're doing. It's beautiful. It's needed. But as long as I do what my heart tells me and what I'm supposed to be doing and what my spirit tells right. me, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do and I'm doing my job. Yeah. And You've been successful at it, obviously, you know, Thank so you. I, you know, definitely commend you on that for staying true and staying real to yourself. And, you know, you getting your exposure. I mean, you've done, but you're, you've, 
who has been your biggest client or do you feel comfortable not sharing that? <laughs> you know, I don't really want to share that okay. because, you know, it's when when think when people think about art, they get way too caught up on the money. Yeah. Dollars. It's just like we don't even need to talk about that. But what we need to talk about is how subliminal art is. Right. You know what I mean? Like, look at all of the statues that have been thrown in the lake because people are like, that makes me feel oppressed. That's the power of art. Right. Or this flag makes me feel that fl that flag. Did you know the flag we're talking about? The Confederate flag. That's, that's art. Yeah. That's art. It's a piece of art. At the end of the day, that is a piece of art that represents something. Right. We have decided we don't want to see that art anymore because it has done something. To, what it represents, we no longer want to be attached to that. Right. So, there's, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's just like, well, in 100 years, our kids that look like me and you are going to say, well, we don't like that art. That art does not show black people in a positive light. I don't know. <laughs> that's not up to us. Right. So that's why you got to, you got, we're not getting these days back. I, I've told you that. We, you got to do what you're doing right now. Think hard and long about it. Try to look at things from above and just do what you have to do. You know, work backwards, think ahead, be inspired. I agree with that. I agree with that. And I'm learning a lot from me. This is therapeutic for me talking to you, hearing your voice, number one, but the wisdom you come with compared to the other people I've had on the show. <laughs> I'm not shading nobody. Oh, don't do that. No, no, no. I'm, don't I, do I'm that, edit it out. I'm edit it out. You're so petty. I'm edit it out. <laughs> I'm, so I'm cutting, petty. I'm gonna cut it out. I'm gonna cut it out. No, but you're very therapeutic. And I think that speaking to you is very therapeutic, hearing your voice and knowing what you stand for. So all those things combined and wrapped into one is very therapeutic for me. And it's helping me out a lot. You know what I mean? I'm gonna listen back to this. I'm like, this girl just got so much wisdom. And I'm blessed to have wow. this girl as a friend of mine, a good friend. And the art, you know what I mean? The art is, it, 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 it's Thank amazing. You. I'm going to ask you this question. One day, I hope you can see it in person one day once all of this is over. It'll come in. We'll talk about the compensation. I definitely would have to have <laughs> a piece or two hung up in my house. And I'm going to check out the website. Your website is yoyolander.com. Is that correct? Yeah, that's Still the website. Same. And you got some pieces up there for sale, some prints. So, no, well, yeah, there's there's prints for sale. Um, that they're a lot, they're actually almost out, I think. Um, and I won't be running prints anymore after all those go out. Um, but yeah, there's some prints for sale, but none of the artwork is available that's on my website. It's um, that's that work has all been sold. Okay. So I'm I'm currently creating more work because I have. Uh, even though Basel, Miami got canceled, they uh, physically got canceled, but they're doing some online exhibitions. And so I'm going to present a piece, uh, a, a piece. It's already been sold, actually, um, to a very amazing person. Uh, it's going into a new museum in Detroit. So that's going to open 2021, I think, July of next year. And I'm just really excited about that because that's going to be one of the biggest collect. That museum is going to hold one of the biggest collections of black art 
and I'm really excited to be a part and, of it. Especially so. Detroit too. Detroit, you know, mm-hmm. Chocolate City, you know, so in the history behind yeah. Detroit. Your stuff was featured on. Is Detroit Chocolate City or was that DC that was Chocolate City? I mean, Oakland was, they all kind of hold that title. Oakland was once Chocolate oh, okay. City. DC was, well, DC is the last standing. I heard them call Atlanta Chocolate City, Detroit. Oh. Okay. But when you hear Chocolate City, the first thing you think about is the strippers in uh, DC. DC. <laughs> strippers. Strippers? <laughs> you know that movie that Vivica oh. Fox was in? And you know what Vivica Fox? I don't know. Never mind. That's that's a whole nother show. You mean Lisa Ray? Nah, nah. I think it was Vivica Fox was on it or something. But, I mean, shout out to Vivica Fox. You know, we ain't about to go down that rabbit hole. I don't want her cussing me out or anything like that. Your stuff was on Grey's Anatomy, too. What shows were your stuff? Your stuff was in Giants, Grey's Anatomy. Am I saying this right? Insecure. Insecure. I had some stuff in Insecure. Uh, That was all of my um, acrylic work. Because I started off in acrylic. But my new stuff hasn't been, I don't think it's been on any TV shows. Yeah, no, it hasn't been on any television shows. But Artsy did an article on me, which I thought was really a really nice piece. And yeah, people can just see all that on my website. Everything is up there. They can subscribe if they want to, you know, get updates on whenever I have new works available and stuff. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm chipping at life every day, Sean. Not taking, not taking too much time on one thing and just kind of doing what I can. Um, just slowing down a little bit. And I'm finding um, a lot of solitude in that. Well, we're learning a lot from you. Exercising, walking. We're, definitely, we're hmm? definitely learning a lot from you, you know, on this episode and listening to you. It's very therapeutic. You're teaching us a lot, you know, so keep that spirit too you've done a good job doing it so i don't think anything is going to you're pretty grounded and i think that helps a lot and you thank you you know and i think a big thing too what you said earlier was like you're not concerned with what everybody else is doing a lot of people get caught up in that a lot of people get caught up in that and that's been very successful for you not being concerned with other people are doing artists or the trends so shout out to that shout out to that who needs your artwork ASAP as soon as possible. Who's your dream client? My dream client? Uh, hmm. I never really thought about that. Come on, gotta be somebody. You gotta Aaliyah. Okay, Tupac. honestly, there's this okay, no. There's this NBA player named Lul Dang. He, well, he's an ex NBA player. Do you know Lul Dang? He played for the Bulls. I know exactly who that is. Him I, I've been following him for most of this year. I think he is a he is a philanthropist. Philanthropist. He like donated. He just donated all these wheelchairs to like these people who don't have access to wheelchairs. He is a such. He's like that light. You know when everybody's like, "Oh, be the light you want to see in the world." He has that light. I've never met him, but I can feel like he has the heart of a teacher. And I feel that he wants to pour into this world in a very dope way. And just the stuff he does for like the kids in Sudan, South Sudan. And, you know, like he would be, I'm in awe of what he does. I'm in awe of just him giving back. He has, seems like he has a really big heart. You know, he builds these like multi-million dollar real estate, uh, you know, how homes or whatever they are. And, 
I just, I am very inspired by him. And your artwork. And he, it seems like he does it quietly. Right. Say and what? You, and so your, this would be your dream client. He would understand your art and appreciate your art because of yeah. the philanthropy and his spirit and what he does and how he dedicates his life to empowering people and black people. Yeah, and I would also be interested in his interpretation. You know, because when you buy art, you have to remember that it's going to live with you. And it's something you wake up to and it's either going to tear you down or it's going to inspire you to get up. So before you purchase a piece of art, you have to be, you just have to get that feeling, that gut feeling. And it's like a surprise because that's what good art does. It surprises you. You're like, <gasps> kind of takes your breath away for a minute. If you ever get that feeling when you see something you should just get it because it, it's for you. Right. And so I would like, I would be interested in like, number one, if he even likes my work, number two, just like, like his reaction and like maybe his interpretation. So yeah. So I'm gonna put it out there. You we know, put that in the universe. Cool day. <laughs> holler at me. Say what? I said, we put, <laughs> yeah. we put that in the universe. We put that in the universe. If any of your listeners know him, just say, hey, there's this artist named Yo-Yo Launder, and she thinks that you should have her work. <laughs> and and also mentor her. Because <laughs> he is somebody who is, with, I'd, I'd be like, I feel like I could learn a lot from him. That's pretty dope. You're pretty sure that he's listening because he's a subscriber. I'm joking. <laughs> but, really? No, no, oh, wow. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm being silly. Speak that too, Sean. I know, I know, Speak I know, that I know, too. I know, right? I know, right? I could probably do some audio work for him you know what i mean he, he got a lot to say and a lot to talk yeah. about and a lot to teach obviously so oh it'll yeah. be dope he's awesome he could be your client he could be yeah. my client you know what i mean yeah but where can people find you they can find me on the gram yo-yo launder uh, and also on my website yo-yo launder.com you can subscribe to be updated notified when there's new art or a show in your city coming up and i'm just working on a lot of things for 2021 this last piece for 2020 that I'm doing uh, for the museum in Detroit and also Basel. So I'm just, um, I'm here. I'm here. That's right. For more up-to-date information, don't forget to check her out at Yo-Yo Launder on all platforms and yoyolaunder.com and check your TV provider for Revolt's Anatomy of Black Art. Revolt's Anatomy of Black Art is on demand with certain providers. The details will be listed in the description of this episode. Again, thank you for tapping in. Apple listeners, hit that subscribe button. If you haven't, Spotify listeners, hit that follow button. And while you're at it, follow me, Sean Allen Live, on every platform. And for more info on this show, search and follow Here ASAP Everywhere. That is H-E-A-R-A-S-A-P. See you guys in the next one. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.